Hey everybody, this is the Spawn on Me cast. This is Khalif Adams, and I'm joined today with my boy Cicero Holmes. We are coming to you from Bracago. What is going on? What is the deal, Brother Cicero? Reunited, and it feels so good. Yeah. yeah uh, what a great show. Shout out to Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com, Operation F that Cube, dude. Rhyme Right, Hashtag Science Looks Good. Uh, what a great show the two of you put on. I got a little jealous. I felt like <laughs> I felt like he was cheating on me. Ah, yeah. That's great. That's <laughs> no, great. I mean, yeah, I, you know, y'all sounded that y'all sounded good. Don't y'all agree, Internet? Yay! Oh, I'm I'm playing the role of the internet. Yeah, why not? Why not? Boom! Pass yeah. surprise! Oh, yeah. These these are, these are times when I need the, the little applause right, in the background. Right. Thing. <laughs> no, thank you. It was it yeah. was a lot of fun to rock rock uh, with Sharif real quick because uh, he definitely knows his gaming and uh, he was he's all he's always fun to talk to yeah. and talk with, even though he wanted more theme music and that was not going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is episode eleven. Uh, we want to thank everyone who has been listening, tweeting, and passing the show around. We've had a pretty good reception for the last couple of shows, and that's been really, really helpful. Yeah. And it's been lots of fun uh, to see the, the the feedback that I've gotten more in person than anything else at this point, which has been weird, but also kind of kind of awesome. Uh, I've had some co- had a couple people, you know, tweet at me or and send me messages on Facebook and stuff, and they were like, "Yo." You guys are doing pretty well. So we, we want to thank you guys yeah. again for all the support. It's been really, really fun and really, really cool to see how people are kind of gravitating towards the show. Um, and speaking about that, I have to do some house cleaning before we start the show. And I have to bust out my best apology skills to our number one listener, number one fan, <laughs> gentleman, scholar, ninja, and samurai. Esper Kid Goku. That is Esper Kid <laughs> Goku, who does not live in another country. Thank you, Esper Kid Goku. Um, I wanted to apologize to you, sir, because I have jacked your name up every show, every show, <laughs> and every time that I've had the chance to say your name on the show, I've screwed it up. So I'm just trying to rectify that right now. And uh, we'll, we'll make it work. I want to thank you for being a friend to us and the show. And I want to thank you for always listening and passing on such good words and feedback and such good vibes. So thank you, sir. Esper Kid Goku. You know, uh, the music break is dedicated to you. So <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> we know where you're from. Word. We know where you're from. You know where you're from and where you're at. Right. So, yeah. So, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to jump right into the breakdown, which has been named by Esper Kid Goku. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Yeah. So, what we want to do is we want to get into it. Uh, It's been a really crazy week for developers and for game studios and for Naughty Dog again. Again. It seems that they are like snake bit out of nowhere. They're losing people left and right, especially on Uncharted 4. Some would say Um, Naughty Dog is coming up with a case of the fleas. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. I want I want there to be a big applause sign right after at, at, behind you when you say stuff like that because that's that was terrible. Did I do that? I said it. I said it. It was terrible. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it back. So, uh, writer and actor Todd Stashwick, uh, he was supposed to be the um, villain in the latest game, 
Uncharted 4 from Naughty Dog. Um, so they said that they chose to recast his role uh, when he was approached uh, for comment by IGN. And Sony didn't give any other information. That's weird. That's kind of, I don't know. What do you do about that when one of the main characters in your game gets re- quote unquote recast and uh, magically disappears and is no longer on the team? Right. I don't know. What do you do about that? Well, you apparently what you do is you reappear with other discarded Naughty Dog uh, writers and, and otherwise talent and go to EA and work on the next Star Wars game with Amy Hennick. Because oh, that's snap. what he did. Yes, sir. That seems weird. I mean, I, in, the, in the world of sports, right, mm-hmm. we know that there are major, major issues with tampering. Right. And this feels like it possibly was a, was a tampering issue. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just like, hey, you guys don't appreciate me. Right. I'm going somewhere where people appreciate, appreciate me. Right. And I'm going to places that I know someone... I know their work and I know what they do and I, I feel comfortable working with them. So that's kind of a big pickup for them. Um, uh, yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, yeah. we, so we know, we know two things. What's that dude's name? Which one? Uh, the, oh. the, the writer's name. I forgot. Oh, Todd, Todd Stashwick. Yeah. So we, so we know two things. We know that Todd knew Amy when, right. from their days at Naughty Dog for all the time that they worked together and Amy is gone. And now all of a sudden he's gone and you've got to assume since they worked on the same projects that they that they work worked closely together. Um, So either there was something political going on in Naughty Dog that Amy Hennig didn't like and, you know, people within her circle also didn't like. And, you know, maybe she was since she was the team lead. She was vocal about it and mm-hmm. and, you know, was was shown the door. And now that she's you know, now that the door is has opened, the, the writing was on the wall and, and he, you know, he left left, you know, essentially left with her, left to go and, and work with her where the where the grass was greener. It's just totally like one of those LeBron moments. He's like, I'm taking my talents to mm-hmm. <laughs> to visceral games. Right. right. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired of people effing with me. And yeah. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be where I'm not wanted. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's going to be, I mean, the bigger question is, what does that mean for Uncharted 4? Right. If all the people who were the, well, Stashwick wasn't necessarily like a, a mainstay, uh, but you lose Hennig. You lose uh, a couple other people on the project already early on in its well. I can't say early on because we don't know what the development cycle has been so far. Right. But pretty early on in the life of the of, of the game, what does that mean for this game at this point? If they keep dropping people like flies, it's not like they're gonna drop enough people where the game is never gonna get made because it's, it has to get made basically. Right. Um, but it feels like it's gonna leave a, a really bad taste in the mouths of a lot of developers for people who are gonna come back onto the. Uh, to the team it feels like it feels like the, uh, again another sports analogy it feels like the knicks like who's gonna who's gonna jump on the knicks squad after this whole uh whole coaching staff just got dropped right. out uh, you know herb like Williams. like oh yeah poor herb yeah. uh like everyone knows right now that the knicks have a bad bad rap as far as their management team goes i wonder how naughty dog is going to kind of you know whether the storm and do a little bit of damage control because a lot of people are just like Naughty Dog never really had any bad press. 
They've never really had bad press. Right. So this is this is this is the biggest bunch of bad press they've gotten for a long time. Right. And it's not even necessarily directly towards them as a company, but seemingly more towards the people who are running the company. Right. You know, right. Because there's, there's a lot of secrecy in what, you know, most people don't understand what happens in contract negotiations or, you know, behind the scenes workings of where, whether people stay or leave. But to have this kind of bad taste go around your company and your game, uh, especially, can't be good for the project as a whole. Right. Well, it's, you know, it's especially troubling because you haven't heard anything out of Naughty Dog before this. You know, as far as you were concerned, you know, Naughty Dog was a place where, I mean, we talked about it a couple episodes ago that, you know, Naughty Dog may be the best uh, development house in gaming. And, right. and, you know, now we're, we're looking at there's there's if, we, if we're going to start using sports analogies, look at the 49ers, the 49ers, uh, you know, my my personal favorite football team, uh, great team on the field, made it to the NFC championship. They almost won, made it to the Super Bowl. But now in the offseason, they've got all of these, you know, one dudes that saying, telling the TSA he's got a bomb. And then another dude, and you know, so all of these different things are are falling apart um, at the seams, but it doesn't necessarily affect the the product that they're going to be able to put out. But you never know, you never know, because you never heard it from it, you know, never heard about this kind of kind of stuff coming out of Naughty Dog before. Yeah, know? it would be good. It would be good to see if there was some reasoning behind it besides what was said by uh, Stashwick. You know, because, you know, it's a lot of times you're under NDA. You can't say right. what the real issues right. are because without right. without fear of repercussions. Right. And Hennick never uh, came out and said anything. Yeah. Hennick, I mean, Hennick is, is, is a class act, so she's right. not really going to dig any dirt. Um, but PS4, Uncharted 4, I don't know. I mean, unless they the funny thing is, even with that said, if it comes out and is gorgeous and looks really cool. No one's going to care. And look, no one's going to give a crap. Right. So that's so that's kind of the, the the flip side of that coin is that no one's really going to care right. if if it doesn't look as good as it should. I mean, well, did I say that right? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no you pe- got it. You're smarter okay. than you think you are. Sometimes it depends. Uh, most times I'm not. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of crazy. Um, uh, Watch Dogs came out today with a uh, Watch Dogs came out today. Yes, Watch Dogs just came out, so go copy. Yeah, exclusive. Burr, 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 burr. Ex- <laughs> was well for everyone. Right. Um, yeah, Watch Dogs, tra- Watch Dogs trailer came out. There you go. That showed some of the multiplayer aspects in, in a nine-minute narrated trailer uh, that came out today. Um, so the weird thing is I had seen a trailer earlier in the day that just showed another overview of the world and, you know, Aiden running around like a like a madman in a trench coat on a hot day. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, it looked still it still looked mediocre. It didn't really do anything for me that made me say that I wanted it more than I did before. I actually even tweeted out that I said, you know, the, the more that they show it, the less I want it. Basically, it's not really doing much for me at this point until like two hours later, because it was a lot of, you know. There's a lot of discussion in the in the industry because that the event the the information that we heard uh, today was from that Paris event that had all that information and in, in the whole Nexus Seven gate. Um, so I guess that that uh, the NDA dropped or the the, the embargo the, you, um, the embargo lifted, and um, it was bugged out to see how 
good the multiplayer looked. Hmm. I am usually not a fan of uh, Ubisoft multiplayer in their games. I really don't like the Assassin's Creed versions of multiplayer because they feel kind of dated and and it doesn't really you know do what it's supposed to do. Heretic. I don't care. Anybody else who who, who thinks that Assassin's Creed multiplayer is dope, come see me. <laughs> I said it. What? And it doesn't really. It's never really done anything for me. So looking at Watch Dogs as multiplayer, I was really taken aback by the fact that the one it looked pretty. It looked really fun. They had a bunch of different kinds of missions. They had like a, a capture the flag kind of mission. They had a deathmatch kind of mission. Then they had some. They had another one that you know basically. Not, it wasn't the, another mission, but it basically showed the breakdown of how multiplayer systems work. So you have the open world and you also have uh, the players in that world who, one, when you're playing on your console, you'll look like Aiden, but the other people will look just like other AI, right. which which is smart. Yeah. I, I wonder, though, if the AI routines that you would have during a game look that much different from you know what what your character does in it in, in its in, uh right. part of the game mm-hmm. because that's the thing that has always pulled me out of the experience especially when it comes to those kinds of games is you're not afforded enough tools to make yourself look like an ai well enough right because you know people move around a lot they jerk their controllers around a lot they, they they move in a way that does not give them the same kind of look as an ai would uh, so i wonder how that's going to play itself out when you actually are playing the game but Looking at it from both sides, from both sides of each each player's perspective, I can totally get into this. I I totally may I totally may cop it on on day one as opposed to what I said earlier, which was like I'd rent this first. Um, so it looks it looks not as good as it should have. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Brad Shoemaker from Giant Bomb basically gave it the th- not the thumbs down but he gave it the thumb sideways <laughs> he gave it the sideways thumb basically and was like hey if you are going to play this if you really want the definitive version you might as well get the pc version right. which i know you you right. had some thoughts about that yeah so you know i rock with me internet if if you if you feel me um but i just have this it kind of upsets me that this early into the console life cycle, people say the definitive version is on PC. Now, I understand understanding full well that if someone's got a high-end PC, if they've got a rig, a gaming rig, that, of course, what they have will look better than what I have on the console. But if someone has a PC that they can play games on, I would I feel like my console that I just bought in, you know, November should look the same as those games because it should, you know, the 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 parts, the specs themselves should be close enough that graphically we should be able to, you know, there should be some graphical parity. Right. Um so, you know, that's my feeling. What do you think? I, you know, the weird thing is this, like, uh, there's always the, co- the the conversation about where games should be at specific parts of the life cycle. Right. And I honestly think that this is exactly where things should be. It's unfortunate because we're basically replaying history. You want, you want there to be some version of, you know, a, a, a new dawn where things don't actually go exactly the way you think they are. Like Infamous and 2K14 are the showcase pieces of graphical fidelity on on, on the newer, newer consoles. Right. But for the most part, again, you're not going to see that big graphical leap until 
a year or two into the life cycle. People still haven't had enough time with the hardware. Um, only the first uh, first level studios are really going to be able to have had that time with it. You know, Killzone looked amazing. It didn't play really well, but it looked great. Right. Um, and again, that was a studio that had the console from the inception of the console pretty right, much. Right, 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 right. So it's going to be one of those things where, you know, games like Watch Dogs, which is unfortunate because I think, I think weirdly they could have gotten it graphically to where it looks like it has some parity with the PC version. But I think they may were maybe were a little bit too ambitious, and then they they had to pull themselves back a little bit. Okay, which hap- which happens a bunch right. of times. It happens it happens often in game development. Right. Uh, but we but we can't. You know, when you want me to pay my money, it's a little bit different. I don't have a rig that's going to be able to play P- uh, Watch Dogs on PC well enough to for me to have a difference. Okay. Um, so I'm going to wind up getting it on PS4, but I also am going to be mad as hell when I know that it's going to be prettier on the other on on the other rig, right? Right. right. So so it's it's a balance. Right. I, I think we're we're kind of still in that beginning phases where people aren't going to have the kind of uh, of graphical fidelity that they want. They expect a lot, but I don't think it's necessarily rightfully uh, expected to be like that yet. So well, all right. So let's let's play this out for a little bit, and and I'll you know I'll say all this saying that I too was really impressed with what what they showed from a multiplayer perspective, um, and and it really gets me excited for what that whole connected that seamless connectedness is going to be all about in in Watch Dogs. That should be fun. Um, but let's let's prognosticate just a little we're five six years into the life cycle of these new consoles a multi-platform game comes out that's on all three major platforms ps you know xbox one ps4 pc you've now at that point five years down the line you've now bought a new pc for yourself you spent six or seven hundred bucks on a new pc Mm -hmm. you're able to run multi-platform game do you expect the game to look better on your console or do you expect it to look better on the pc it's always going to look better well you know what the weird thing is that's a good question because we've seen in the past where games have gotten ports over to pc Mm -hmm. and they haven't been optimized well right so it's kind of a crapshoot it really depends on the the specific developer to get all that stuff right okay all right. You know, if if they get it right yeah. and they optimize things the way that they know that they can, then it makes a difference. If not, then we're going to still be in the same kind of, you know, conversations and cycles that we've always been in throughout every gaming cycle. So it's going to be hard to determine. So your expectation is that the medium to low end PC will always look better. The game on, on those PCs will always look better than than it will on the consoles. I, the weird thing is, it it would be different if all the if if every game got a a, a multi platform push on all three. Right. Right. But but hardly ever will you see every game get pushed to all three. Oh, absolutely. I would I would love to see what a game like Infamous would look like on a PC. It would probably be ridiculous. ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So it's hard it's hard to determine. It's kind of, you know, like you, you can't really determine how it's going to look until you have the the case study in front of you. Right. 
So we'll see. I, you know, what, I'm trying to think of a game that may come out that'll do that. Maybe Arkham Knight would do that. Yeah, or, or Battlefield. So, like, you know, I mean, people buy half gaming rigs for Battlefield and for games like that. And they look fantastic on those. But, you know, I could have a PC that, I, you know, maybe I'm a console gamer, but I have a PC and according to the specs, it can run it right. like that's that's you know, that's all it can do. It can't run it, optimize or anything like that is the expectation. Would you would you go in saying or like you just said, you're going to go in and you're going to get it. Uh, you're getting um, Destiny or you're getting Watchdogs on your PS4 instead of your PC because your PC can't run it, optimize or it can't run it at all. It'll run it, but it, right. it won't run it pr- like at this point, any PC game that I can run pretty, I want to run it pretty. Right. I don't want to just run games for the for the experience, unless it's a game I really don't care about. Right. Because there are numerous ways you can get those games. And then a lot of times those games will come out cheaper on PC through a Steam sale or through a good old, not, not a good old games, but through like a... Humble Bundle. Yeah, Humble Bundle. Yeah. Humble Humble do a humana humana. Um, yeah, like it depends. You know, I can get those games for probably 10, 20 bucks cheaper right. if I wait on PC. Right. Plus, you'll get little optimizations through mods and other things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, the the good thing about Skyrim was, you know, I I bought Skyrim, you know, a bunch of times and and it was a total different game when I played it on PC. Right. Because, because of, of the mods, mod scene. Right. right. So it you know it, it's going to depend upon a lot of different things, but until we have that kind of parity where everything gets put out on everything, it's going to be a lot harder. I would think that a lot of times that they're pushing things out on PC first and developing on PC and then moving those things on Xbox One Damn. and PS4. Okay. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm hoping that it's going to be something where you know I would love for console console owners to have the one-upsmanship on the PC Master Race for once. I think that would be fun. Cause it would j- even if it was just one game, <laughs> right? Where where console owners could talk a little bit of shit and say right. we have we have a but you know what? If you really think about it in this way as well, P- as much as PC Master Race people are just like our games look better and they run better and blah 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 blah, they, they miss out if they are only PC gamers on a lot of oh, games. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, because it's you know the 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 market is still is still console specific. You know, right. I mean, there are um, PCs are definitely a large segment of of the of the gaming landscape, but the you know the majority are still console gamers. What are um, you What are you going to get the game on? Uh, I'm going to get it on a console. Uh, you know, it's just is it's all about ease of use. Um, I don't have I don't you know I don't have a Windows based PC right now, and if I do get one, it or when I do get one, it, you know, it may run it, but it's another one of those things. Like, you know, if I'm going to have it on a PC and it can look better then I'm going to want it to look better. So let me just get it on the console and have it look the way it looks and worry about the game experience. It's, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. I just, um, you know, I just want the damn thing to come out already. Fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird because like the push has been there for so long. Right. I wonder I wonder if this is going to be a case study for uh public relations people to say, "You know what? Maybe you shouldn't put your game out yet. Like maybe you shouldn't tease it out so far mm-hmm. ahead." You know, mm-hmm. like there are games that have got teased out at E3s that never even showed the hell up. Right. They never they never even got made. Right. 
so I don't know. It's it's. I wonder how this. You know, when it comes out, I want to see how the sales numbers go, because it seems like there's been diminishing returns every time that they've put a, a trailer out. Right. It seems like every time that they look at it, people are like, mm, I really don't want it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think I think though it's going to sell. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna put a number out there. I'm gonna say that combined, Watchdog sells. Uh, four million, four million in the first two months. So between okay. now and E three, basically. Okay. Um, okay. So, or you know, or, or no, 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 because it comes out May twenty seventh, right? Yeah. So it's right before E three. It won't sell four million before E three. It'll sell four million by the time Destiny comes out. Oh, so that's like November. No, Destiny is isn't Destiny is, September? Is, is it? Oh, September. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, because if it, I hope it sells well, only for the only for the respect of them having done all this PR for it, mm-hmm. and then put out a game that they right. they're gonna get so much shit over. I I I think it will review well enough that people on these new consoles starving for games. That's true too. Will will go out and get the game. Yeah, you know. and I think that each of those people will give back their Nexus Sevens after they do it. Right, right. <laughs> they were like, "Thank you, right? Say thank you, thank you for calling right. us on the onto the carpet." Right. And now you gave, now we gave it a nine. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and then you know, so those news people got shit when they went to visit games. But you know what? You don't need you don't need shit. You don't need gifts. To go and visit game game makers, and and new games. Yes, I do. Well, I, who told you that? <laughs> I need an iPad. I want to play FTL on an iPad, and I want to play a whole bunch of stuff on tablets. I need all the free right. shit that I can get. Right. I, I mean, you you want it? You won't say no to it. No, I will but, not. I will not front like I will not take free things. Right. Right. There was there was there was a. Uh, it was a booth last night at the New York Games Festival, New York, no, nah, New York Games Forum uh, demo night uh, that I went to, and it was a booth full of free crap, and I took all of it. Oh, all right, right on. Right I was on. like, "Ooh, it's a tote bag. Thank you, right on. Thank you for this tote bag and this and this sticker." <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I flubbed the hell out of that name, but uh, it was a lot of fun last night. It was it was a lot of fun. Thank you for everyone at the New York Games Forum for putting that together. They usually do that every every month. Um, we want to give them a big shout out because they are extremely hospitable. It was over in the Microsoft Microsoft uh, uh, offices over by Port Authority, which is like on f- in the middle of Times Square, basically. And it was it was so much fun. I, I love I love these events because it just brings all the, the the different factions of the gaming community out, brings the devs out, brings press out, brings like just normal kids just coming to hang out with their parents and stuff. So it was great. Um, it was a lot of a lot of stuff on display. I got to play. I finally got to play Treachery and Beatdown City. Big big shout out to Sean Alexander and Manny uh, from Cavalier Games. Uh, because they put on a, a really good show. The game feels great. If if people are on the fence about backing their Kickstarter, I I'm a, a, a an advocate for their work. I know we've been shouting them out a lot, probably to the point where people are like, "Yo, you are standing for them. I don't yeah, care." Yeah, exactly. I don't care because I want people to succeed when they do good work, and their work is awesome. They have like 
the game is is a lot of fun. It feels good. The 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 conversations about the tactical RPG part of it, like it's hard to kind of put into uh, words how 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 the feeling is, but it but it gives off the sense of the speed just being right enough where it's not fast, but it's mm. also just not it's not sluggish, right? And it and it gives you enough time that you can that you can pick your pick your your move set out and pick the moves that you want to that you want to put out on screen. And it feels more weirdly like chess than it does anything else, mm. in a good way, right? You know, I, I'm a I'm a chess lover, so I, you know when you have the ability to kind of tactically tactically figure out exactly how you want to take an enemy down, plus whatever status effects that you're being hit with, plus whatever status effects that they are being uh, under. Uh, influenced by right it, it feels very much like everything that if you could just look at it on paper they have described it very 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 well hmm. so that was that was a highlight plus they have the best business cards in the game <laughs> the best business cards in the game i i can't front i know that sean rocks rocks his new challenger shirt i want a new challenger shirt Right. I just said it i just said it out into the world all right sean, sean, sean hooked me up with a fat boy size shirt yeah Come on, uh, make anyway, it happen. Make it happen. So, that was a highlight. Um, there was another game from the folks over at Simple Machine, uh, makers of Four Thrones, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Four Thrones is a game that they that they came out with a couple of months ago. I'd say a year or so ago. Uh, that is a new take on Solitaire. Gorgeous game. Yeah. It's it's very. Um, aesthetically pretty uh and, it, and it's a new take on solitaire so they had this newer game that they came out with um that i'm blanking right now on the name i'm going to find it and put it in the show notes and we we're hopefully going to have them on the show at some point to chat with us uh but it was a it was basically a, a word a word-based game where you spell out words with these with this one line on the screen of letters so the object like is Yahtzee. to build whatever kind of like yahtzee yeah so you're trying to build out as many words as you possibly can in the, in as quick of a time as you can. Um, so every letter after you start the first word will start to fill up with color. Um, and once the color fills up an entire an entire letter, that's when you lose. So if you keep going and you keep getting bigger and bigger words, you'll see this 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 light not a light but a, but a, a flash of color come off on one of the sides of the screen. And that means that you're basically in multiplayer multi, multiplier mode. So then the more words you do, the more words that you build in that time, the higher your score will go. It was a lot of fun. It felt like I was telling um, the the dev, uh, Kurt, I was like, this feels like Mavis Beacon on crack. Hmm. <laughs> he, had a, he had a good laugh about it because I was, you know, it's going to be on iOS, but they had a version where you can use a, a physical keyboard. And it made me feel like I was in typing class again, and I couldn't show, think about anything. Show me the receipts, Diane. Receipts. R-E-C-I-P-T-S. Basically, <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, I can't. I was like, I know how to write, I know how to type, and I can't do either right now. <laughs> um, that was that was awesome. Um, a highlight, another highlight of the the night was uh, Swim Sanity from Decoy Games out in uh, based out of Boston. Oh my god, that game was probably the most fun that I had last night. Uh, two young devs uh, out of Boston. Uh, I believe it's Ahmed and Kam- and Khalil uh, Abdullah, the Abdullah brothers, uh, and they brought out crazy. They brought out a crazy ass like forty two inch TV to to, to demo their game. 
they said dope. they came out the night of. They they like drove down from Boston with a TV and <laughs> and their demo <laughs> and played it. And they had a line for most of the night. Wow. They had they had like a full packed house kind of like most of the time during the night, which was really 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 cool to see. Um, two young cats, really, really, really fun brothers. I said really like seven times. Really? Uh, really. Oh. That my adjectives are failing me right now. <laughs> um, but they, but they brought it. They just had a really good demo. Yeah. The game is fun. It's like a, a four-person underwater brawler. It feels like it's, it's like twin-stick shooter controls. Um, gorgeous art. Really fun, fun art style. Each person or each character, I think they're called Moobas, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. We're gonna try to get them on as well, so they can better better describe it than I'm, I'm failing. <laughs> I'm failing hard right now. Um, and it felt really fun. It felt like uh like Power Stone a little bit because you're flying around the screen and everyone's yeah. it's like super chaotic, but it also felt like you know every good Twixt and shooter twin stick shooter that has really good controls. I was telling you about the control scheme and how well it felt uh, because they have just a variety of games. It's like cooperative and competitive games, game modes as well. Uh, so they, they all feel extremely good. I was really pleasantly surprised with that game and didn't have any expectations going in, but I was really taken aback by how well it played, how good it looked. And it feels like a, a very, very finished product. Um, and that was really fun to see. Um, and there was another cool brother who was out there who came from D.C. He had a really good game that was basically a, a, a video game take on Rock, Paper, Scissors. Uh, that was really fun. I was totally not expecting that. It was <laughs> it was new because it, was, it had power-ups, basically. It was a top-down version of Rock, Paper, Scissors. Uh, and there were these... It was, like, based in the... So the setting is basically like a, like a bedroom. And you're looking top-down on it. And to get your power-ups, you basically roll over, you roll your icon or your person over these Etch-a-Sketches, and then you pick up powers like invisibility or speed or or, or, or like other, like invincibility or something like that. Sounds like the the only thing that wasn't getting rolled in that in that household was an Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah. There were lots of other things being rolled around there. Oh, yeah. Well, it was close to 420. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was very close to 420. Oh, that's yeah. Which I would know wild. nothing. Which I would know nothing about. I don't know Absolutely any of that not. stuff. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Kids say no to drugs. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it was it was a great night. It was a lot of fun. People just came out. Everyone had a good time. The energy was 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 fun. People were just looking around, and and no one was shy. That was cool. You know, people came out and they wanted to really have experiences with games that they hadn't had before. So, you know, it, it, I can't wait for the next for next months. There's nice. going to be some stuff. There was a couple of there were a couple of people who I, was look, who I was looking forward to seeing, but did not get to, to meet. There was a, a game company that made a NBA card game uh, that was kind of reminiscent to the my team stuff in NBA 2K. Mm, OK, that was pretty interesting from what I saw on the on the website. There's a a game that is like a one-upsmanship kind of mobile game called Pivot that I played. I downloaded it the other night. So basically, uh, gives you options on whatever sporting event is coming up for that night. Okay. And it's a way of like doing an over/under, but on percentages basically. So it's like it'll give you a percentage number in the middle of the of the the board, 
and it says, what's the percentage that the Knicks will score more than a hundred points? And you have, you have a, 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 (laughs) yeah, we know zero. (laughs) Uh, And then you have, you have a number of points that you can put into each option that'll either put the percentages up or down. So you're betting that the percentage will be up or down basically on whatever the particular criteria are for those particular games. Um, it was a lot. Of, it's actually kind of cool because it's hmm. one of those things like it's it's like putting betting things on a pot. So it's like if you ever played this is going to be really old. It's going to be a really <laughs> old thing. But if you've ever played a game called Pekino uh. <laughs> and you kind of bet on each specific thing that you can do, it's like bingo with cards. Right. So if you get a car, you get a, a token in the middle. If you were betting for a certain amount of money, you could put that money in that pot and then you'd win that pot. So it's basically that kind of thinking, but on sports criteria. Um, it's a free game. Uh, it's, it, it looks really good. The aesthetics are pretty cool. Um, and I've been playing that for the past couple of days. And that's been fun. I just need more people to play with. Because it's not really a game that you want to play by yourself because it's kind of boring. If you do that, if you have a group of friends because you can make your own leagues and stuff like that, then you can then you can kind of do... Uh, you know, you know the, the thing where you where you win and you call up people and you're like, hey, I beat you. <laughs> you kind of see it and see the point factors where where you've beat people. They also said that what they're trying to do is because I asked if there was a um a money kind of betting a gambling uh, component to it, and they said not with real money. They will be running tournaments where you can win cash and mm. pri- cash and prizes if <laughs> if you uh do well enough in particular uh games they set out. So. There was a lot of stuff on tap, and uh, I, I advise people if you are in the New York area, the tri-state area, and you have the ability to go to one of these things, you should absolutely do it. You'll probably probably meet some devs, uh, especially if you're in the gaming uh, journalism uh, field, or you're trying to to learn about games in a way that you haven't before. Seeing things such an in, a, in such a hands-on way makes it a lot of fun. So, yeah. Uh, do they have them? Um in the same place all the time or is, or do they move around? Uh, it's, it, right now it seems like <clears throat> they are in the same place for, for most of the time. They've okay. uh, just moved over to the Microsoft building. So I don't expect them to be going somewhere else anytime soon. Uh, so, so I think they have a meetup. I think that's where I found them was in the, on meetup.com. Okay. And you can, you can kind of go through there and, and join their, their page and get all the information and subscribe to their newsletters and things like that. And then you'll be able to find out and go, Whenever you have some time, right? That's uh, the the one on was that sixth and forty second. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's, th- actually, this one is over by right by Port Authority. So it's by Eighth Avenue. Oh. And, oh. Okay. Eighth and forty second. Eighth Avenue, Forty Second Street. Oh, and also Sombrero. There's a game called Sombrero. It's kind of the same idea of this twin stick shooter over a big plane, uh, but it's western themed. Mm-hmm. Very very fun. Very nice. very fun. It's it's really pretty. The gameplay feels super tight and um i got my ass kicked a couple times and then i came back and beat everybody's ass so it was good nice word i had to represent for the for the squad all right all right for the squad yeah so it's uh it's our time to for us to give you give you our representation of our squad in music that was terrible I'm gonna stop talking now. You can listen to music. That's good. Hey, <laughs> say, say, say. La, 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 la. 
know you, I know you, I know you're thinking, thinking that it must be Armor off flow, cause it never get rusty I ain't gotta say it, man dog, trust me Bust somebody head, GLC, where was we? Still rock the powder for that rock starter Niggas had the Georgetown, the magic way harder Thinking back to the projects and the way they tore them all up Like when I do a project and come back and tear them all up from the south, 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 Burn CDs with no regards for the stars Come to the grid with conflict, diamonds and the R's Back in 94 they call me Shot Towns Nas Now them niggas know I'm one of Shot Towns gods We eating Joe, you still talking no carbs A conscious nigga with Mac like Steve Jobs coming from the south, 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 side of the shot Your fly is open, Nick Fly The crowd is open, I think I know why I'm back from the future, seeing it with my own eyes and yup, I'm still the future of the shot. Back in college, I had to get my back up off the food time. I knew that I couldn't cop a coupe with no coupons. Look at that neutron on his green like two times. People asking him, do you have any great coming from the south, 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 Then my mind get flooded, I think about New Orleans Back to school, y'all niggas, you should call them August I'm the sun that goes down, but I'm still revolving Southside, but I walk it out, I still get crawling If rappers Harlem, I be James Baldwin With money in the bank like G-Rap was calling from the South, 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 South Alright, so like I said, SBK Goku That song was for you That of course was Chicago's own Common with Chicago's own Kanye West in common song Southside, Southside of Chicago, the same Southside of Chicago that has born and bred our main man, Espicate Goku. Boom. That was for you, baby. Um, additionally, the same Chicago uh, near Southside where uh, yours truly will be this weekend for the Chicago Entertainment and Comic Convention uh, C2E2. Yeah, um, it, it should be a really, really fun time. There are going to be some, uh, some, some game devs there and, uh, and lots of other personalities that I'll, that I'll try and talk to and, and see if we can't uh, find some interesting people to bring to your attention. Um, by the time you guys are listening to this, it's the future. I've already gone and I had a wonderful time and was completely successful in everything I set out to do for, uh, for, us, for us and for the show. So you're welcome. And I believe in you. Thank you. I had a great time. my future self says thank you yeah 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 that's yeah so c2e2 should be a lot of fun um unfortunately i cannot go because i'm in new york and they don't let us in so (laughs) Mm -hmm. we have been we have been banned from all chicago uh, events yeah so yeah because you keep talking about the hot dogs oh stop playing chicago chicago dogs are good though i really like chicago dogs chicago dogs are good Deep dish pizza, that's a whole other story. Cause that's like eating a whole bag of baguettes. Right. It's and then 
and then right. and then putting sauce and cheese on yep. it. Yeah, which I disapprove of because you can't fold that motherfucker. No, no, no. That's no. what you're supposed to do with pizza. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Preach. Preach. I've I've had I've stood on the stump and made the same <laughs> arguments, brother. But I will. I do really like Chicago dogs. Yeah. So that's a whole nother story. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Word, Just don't word. put ketchup on them. What are you talking no, about? You, ketchup is amazing. You can't put ketchup on a Chicago dog. Is that is that like a that rule? That is a rule. That is a rule. That really? Is, it's the, and they for real about it too. There are there are shops that will be they will be perfectly fine with you, love you to death when you get your hot dog. But if you ask for ketchup, they will smack the hot dog out of your hand <laughs> onto the ground and tell you to leave their shop post haste. Sir, I want you to leave yes. my establishment yes. as quickly as possible. Yes. Yes. That's kind of, that's messed they up. They are for real about it. No ketchup on your hot dogs if you're here in Chicago. There's no room right. anyway. So if, you know, if you've never seen a Chicago dog, if you've seen a New York hot dog, a New York hot dog's like, you know, a hot dog you get from the ballpark. You can get a hot dog, maybe you'll get some sauerkraut. In New York, we do red onions. I love the red onions. And then you can do ketchup and mustard and, you know, whatever. In Chicago, it's bun with sesame seed there's a hot dog there's tomatoes there are pickles there are jalapenos there are onion chopped onion dice pieces and then uh you know they'll throw a french fry or fried egg um nacho cheese a whole ham hock um, <laughs> Yes, I want. I want there to be a person. I'm not. You know what? Forget it. I'm not even going to keep going because that could go into a whole other, other conversation about crazy crap that people put on their food, which will be a whole nother yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. That's that is a rabbit hole we should not go down. Take no. Take the red sir. pill. Take the red pill on that one. Yeah. Um. Uh, so this week, uh, a Sony dev, a Sony a senior producer, uh, over at Sony, I should say. Um, he kind of gave some insight on Share Factory, which is the upcoming uh, editing editing suite that you'll have in uh, Update 1.7. Um, he he kind of like randomly stealthed out a video, which was an example of what the the, the kind of things you'll be able to do inside Share Factory will will look like. And I'm not necessarily impressed. I think that it'll be okay. I'm sh- they kind of ran down, not really features, but they did like a, a montage basically of all the things you can kind of do. It's a lot of transitions and it's a lot of you can do picture in picture. Um, you can do uh, commentary as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that were really interesting were the output. So it'll output all your uh, videos to 720p. Okay. You can both share those to your social media sites of choice, mm-hmm. or you can kick it back out to a USB drive. Okay. He did say as well, the most important thing that I saw, which was really intriguing, was the ability to add music to your montages. So if you if you listened to last ep- listen to the last episode, right. you know that you cannot use CDs on a PlayStation. Right. <laughs> right. So you can't use them. They do not work. Yeah. So I, I thought that possibly through the music unlimited um, a service that they have, that you may be able to somehow finagle the ability to, to, to do something where you connect it to since they have the, the, the licensing rights to it. Is that is not what they said. They said you can totally p- 
pick an MP3 from your hard drive, your USB hard drive, and connect it and use it in your montage. And that is going to be, like Sharif said last week, hell on earth if you want to put your stuff on YouTube. Right. You might as well just forget it. Right. Don't put it on YouTube right. because it's not going to work. Right. So, they're gonna they're gonna kill your video and they're gonna say you can't use it. Right. So I don't know what people are gonna do in that realm, but it is cool that they actually did put the option in. I think that's kind of forward thinking in a way. Well, you what do you, you think? could you could potentially use your own music if you if you make music or or music right. that you have permission to um, of you know your friend's band or what have you. Um, then you can put that up with with your stuff, um, but I mean you just you can't. And then you know I guess you could potentially put it up. Or if you've got your own sites or something like that, you could put it up on your own stuff. You just can't put it up on YouTube. Um, yeah. yeah. Now where does the where does the 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 content where is the content saved? Is it just locally? While you're doing something with it, and as soon as you're done with editing the content, you've got to push it someplace else. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I wonder if they have just like uh, so when you have captures on your PS4 now, it'll separate every capture you have into its uh, own folder that is named after that particular game. Right. So, so you, I'm assuming, will just get another folder that just says Share Factory, and then you'll have all those combined montages put together in that. Uh, I do like the fact that you can mix and match different clips from different games. Right. So that's cool. Um, the the woman who was uh, in the demo reel was chipper as shit. <laughs> she and I don't I don't know if I will ever be that chipper. Cocaine is online. a hell of a drug. <laughs> I don't know what it was. She was popping mollies or something. I don't know if I will ever be that chipper online or offline ever. <laughs> Definitely not online, <laughs> but she was like, and yeah, I, I was like, and no, I don't want to do that at all. Uh, but it will. I, I wonder if it'll give folks who are, you know, up and comers who are trying to be their YouTube sensation, right. uh, trying to be their own YouTube sensation will find a, a way to kind of, you know, piggyback off that and, and we'll see what people are going to do. I'm just worried about us getting a bunch of the same looking montages that it, because everything is going to be basically templated. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a little bit annoying. I wonder if that's going to be something where people are going to get it, do it, play around with it for a little bit and then not really do anything with it. I know, I know Xbox has its own editing suite. Are you, are you still making, you know, montages and stuff and like putting them up for people to see? Not, not, not nearly as much as I was before. Um, and that, uh, so th- that may be as much to do with the fact that there isn't, you know, I'm not playing games with compelling enough gameplay that inspire me to do so. You need better gameplay, bro. Right, right. Yeah. And I, I need better gameplays. Um, I need some games to play. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, I mean, Titanfall, the, the games that I am playing, I am having fun playing them, but they are not, none of them are really super compelling. There is, you know, there's, there, 
despite what everybody is saying, despite all of the crazy news that's going around and stuff like that, there still isn't a killer app out for these games, for these consoles. And I don't know, you know, to be honest, I don't know if there is going to be one this year. Uh, you know, we still have E3. So, yeah, so. yeah. I, but I don't think anything that gets shown at E3 is going to be coming out anytime soon. No, though. you're right. You're right. I feel I feel weirdly like because E3 this year supposedly is going to be pretty big. Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's buzz. the rumblings. Yeah, the buzz and the rumblings are saying right. that this E3 is going to be pretty big right. and it's going to be better than most E3s have been in a long right. time. Uh, so I'm wondering if there's going to be anything that comes up, but we'll probably definitely we're going to have so many <laughs> E3 buzz shows, shows right, before right. before E3 comes up. Exactly. So that's going to be. Yeah. That's going to be fun yeah. to to kind of do on the podcast for yeah. once, but um, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm not recording a lot. Um, the stuff that it sounds like the Share Factory is doing is the exact same things that, or it sounds ex- at least like the exact same things that uh, that Xbox has um, with their recording suite. Um, I don't know if there is a limit on the 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 space constraints on the videos on share factory i know for the xbox it's five minutes and you can use um to compile a video you can use five five clips um so i don't know if that is if that's something that you you know if that's a a restraint that or you know uh, something that confines you that you have to use some uh, parameters that you have to use when you're using Share Factory or not. Um, they're still they're still pretty vague on all the minute details as far as that goes. Right. Um, so we won't really know anything until 1.7 drops, which they still haven't announced the exact huh. date that that's going to drop. Uh, they keep saying soon, um, and we'll you know keep you updated. I think we'll probably won't we probably won't speak about speak about it much more until they actually <laughs> right. drop it. Uh, because there's been a lot of that right now. There's been a lot of people who are saying that things are coming out right. and then not giving any dates. Right. So it doesn't really help you as an audience or us as <laughs> as right. podcast hosts. Right. Right. Like, yo, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we all know what's coming. Yep. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. You know what else is um, coming? What? Destiny. Well, I would think so because it is my destiny. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Uh, you, George McFly. um yeah so yeah yeah, so destiny there's a destiny trailer that was just released or three destiny trailers that were released uh talking about the character classes for this game um the classes are titan warlock and hunter um but you know, I guess the next question or the next thing that I'm supposed to say is what each class does. But my answer is, I don't know. You know, I don't know what each class does because they haven't really told us. And I think I have an idea of what they oh, do. Oh, yeah, what do they do? Run, jump, and shoot. Oh, <laughs> you know what else? Run, jump, and shoot. And they slide. And they slide. Yep, they slide. You know where they got that from? What? Tom Clancy. Oh, okay. You know what they got everything else from? What's that? Halo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you know what? It looks just like freaking Halo. It looks just like Halo. Just like Halo. It is. You know, so we were talking about this before, and and, let's just say this. So 
I'm not excited. I want to be excited for Destiny. I really do. I really want to be excited for Destiny. But there hasn't really been anything that has made me super excited for this game. Um, and these trailers did nothing to help that because they just look like it looked like Mass Effect characters uh, using the Halo engine. And and, you know, and there you go. And they, they called it Destiny. Like, I. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know. It's so I've been excited for Destiny for a long time. Okay. And the thing that one, I am a fan of Bungie's work. Right. I used to like Halo a lot. Right. Uh, but it feels so derivative of everything else that they've already done, even down to like small things like the shoulder pads. Right, right. The, the you know we talked a little bit precast about this. This one section of the video, and we'll post it uh, in the show notes. Where one of the and I, it sucks because the first thing that the first word that wants to come out of my mouth is Spartan. Right, right. Um, so he, so the character jumps into the air and he has a rocket and the rocket is held in the exact same way that Spartan would hold it. It has like the same kind of width that the rocket should have and everything else. And it doesn't, it feels so nondescript at this point that it doesn't feel different. It doesn't feel different at all. I, I know we're talking about it way ahead of time. We haven't played it. Right. We're, we're just going based off the trailer, but the, but the, the covered faces, the they don't have any personality right. yet, and it doesn't feel like it sucked a lot of you know wind out of my sails mm-hmm. after after watching it because I've been feeding for information to come out. Right, the powers don't look that different. They don't look that they don't look that awesome. Uh, it it looks like a mod. It looks like a Halo mod, a Halo Four mod. Kind of, yeah, yeah, and that's really disappointing yeah. so far. Again. I am prefacing this by saying it is so early that for me to make any real judgment calls would be stupid. But just from initial um, viewing, it doesn't give me any hype that I'm really excited for right now. It kind of pulled some hype away. Yeah, they didn't they didn't necessarily in my eyes, they didn't do themselves any favors by by putting these uh, these trailers out. I mean, there was cool looking stuff in the trailers, but you know, it it just it, it didn't look like if I you know if I had never seen this game before, if I didn't know what Destiny was, but I knew what Halo was, and I saw this trailer, I would think that this was a new Halo game, or yeah. you know, or you know, some de- Halo derivative, something in that universe. Right. Um, I mean, the, the saving grace so far is the fact that we know it's going to be a loot-based kind of right. deal. So you know that there's going to be some cosmetic changes to, to the characters in some form or fashion. At least, they, at least I hope. Right. Um, the, you know, the, the, the weapons will be different in that respect. Um, and the, I guess the additions of pa- actual powers, I'm, I'm assuming that there's going to be um, power trees and stuff like that right, that, that, right. that you'll change throughout, the, throughout your, your journey. Right. But if you're going to put out a trailer like that, it kind of it kind of shits on the fact that you can get people excited for your product if you don't do any narration. You don't just put out a trailer of people just jumping in the air and shooting faux rockets out of their hands, and then expect people to kind of understand where you're going mm-hmm. with the character design because the character design basically looks like every archetype that you've ever seen in any you know any any game of that type. 
And that doesn't really do it justice. It, it kind of does it a disservice. And I th- wish that Bungie didn't do that. Yeah. And they need to fix that. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, who knows why they put these out? Maybe, maybe they wanted to get them out for packs and right. just, you know, have something for that packs audience. And they got them out three days too late. But I would say if this is what you were going to put out and you miss packs, then don't put it out. Right. Because you, re- I mean, you've really done yourself a disservice by putting these out. I mean, there's nothing in here that, um, that really, like you said, that, that really gets anyone excited for the game is, you know, it's just footage of a game that looks like halo. And the weird thing is, it seems like, uh, you know, other games right now are doing better versions of destiny than destiny is doing. Right. Right. Like I've been playing a lot of warframe mm-hmm. and I know warframe isn't new. Warframe has been out for a long time at this point, and I'm just finally getting my 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 wits and 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 moves around where I can understand exactly what's what's going on in the systems that they've designed. But that game totally feels exactly like how I would think I would want Destiny to feel, right. but with the open worldness, mm-hmm. you know, with the MMO open worldness parts uh, actually locked down. Right. If they can, if they can give me some of that feeling with less grind in it, then they, then they would have won me over. But even aesthetically, it doesn't really have anything that makes me really excited. Like at least Warframe has a lot of like glitz and glamor and, and, and a little bit of gloss to it. Like everything is kind of slick and shiny in a, in a weird way that, that, that makes it seem more futuristic, even though it harkens back to old, just Japanese ninjas in, 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 in its aesthetic. Right. The, the destiny feels dated even before it's already come out, at least in the stuff that they've shown. And that seems a little bit off. I know that you have a 10 year plan, but you can't start a 10 year plan on a, on a weird footing. Right. It, it doesn't feel like they've solidified things in a way. And again, I will say it again. I want to wait until they, they pull everything out and, and show it. But right now putting that trail out has made me like not excited. Right. And well, and so. and maybe and maybe what happens is, you know, maybe this is an intentional, and you're you're getting lulled to sleep for the you know for the great reveal of something that's just glorious. This um, is the banana in the tailpipe, yes, basically. Yeah, exactly. And and then you know then they're they're gonna release something and it's gonna blow your doors off. So I mean, hopefully that's what hopefully that's what happens. Um, but do, you know, are we hypocrites by, or at least am I a hypocrite by talking about how it looks like a mod, um, when there are games like Titanfall where Titanfall is, we, you know, I play Titanfall and the first thing that you could say is, oh yeah, it plays, it feels like modern warfare. Um, you know, it feels like an evolutionary step over modern warfare. Is that, you know, is that. Are, am I comparing apples to apples there or am I, you know, is there some, you know, am I just putting out false equivalency? I don't know. It's it's weird. It, it feels like they have an opportunity to do something really different. Um, and it's not we just don't have enough information to necessarily put all the pieces together. Titanfall, since it's already out, we can actually make an edit an informed decision and an informed opinion about what it's doing well and what it's not. Right. It, it totally is call of duty basically. Right. 
with with less weapons right. and more mobility, right. which is which is great. Right. And and the and the mech side of it adds another side to that to that coin. But destiny is supposed to be something bigger than that in a in a in a weird way. Right. Right. And it's not giving, at least right now, any any information that would make you think it is. Mm-hmm. Like the things that we've already seen, we've already seen some trailers where they've talked about the instances inside the game where they'll have big world events right, and all those right. things will start to come come together. But if your core gameplay doesn't look fun, right, doesn't look like it's doing that much except for you shooting through mobs. I don't know what else there is to look forward to in your game. Right, they need to kind of do something to to quell that because it's going to come up quick. You know, time is flying, yeah. and that's the weird thing. It's like yeah. it's not, it's already almost May. Right, right. You know, they have another probably four or five months to kind of get everything polished up and stuff. And I'm sure we'll hear more stuff at E3, but they need to be doing more. I think, honestly, that's the thing that we should be talking about as well is, you know, I used to always bitch and moan and complain about PR from 2K when they would talk about their NBA series because they would never drop enough information for you to make an informed decision in, in enough time. Right. Uh, they would always hold stuff back until the last minute and then pop stuff out on you. I feel like if you're you need to find that sweet spot. The the watchdogs incident has shown us that you can't put things out too far in advance. The one thing that hurt them was the fact they were supposed to be a launch title, right? Right, and that kind of and that bit them in the ass because they had to they had to put out stuff because they you know Sony needed them to be out on the forefront. Um, Destiny kind of did the same thing where Destiny has been out there for so long that I feel like it's going to lose a lot of steam before it actually comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is a way to, for people to kind of see engage. You know, you might not want to come out and spread all the spread all the business so far in advance before you have things to actually show because people are going to forget about your game. Right. No one's going to forget about Destiny, but the excitement is going to wait. Right. Well, it's, yeah, it it's, it's all, you know, it's all about the mind share and that's um if, you know, places like places like GameStop um are are you know, really they thrive on mind share because, you know, so part A of GameStop GameStop's business is use games part part two of GameStop's business is pre-orders. Um, if they can continue to secure large numbers of pre-orders, especially on AAA titles, then they can go back to the publishers and go to the console manufacturers and say, you know, we're still relevant in this digital space. Um, you right. know, you, we know that you guys are really pushing this all digital, but look at how many pre-orders we're getting for your games. For right. you know, hard copies of the games, they pe- you know people still want to consume games the same way that they did before, um, and and when a game like Destiny or like Watch Dogs, like Destiny, because Destiny initially was was slated for March, we sh- we were supposed to be playing Destiny right now, right? Um, but then you know early, I think it was around November, they pushed it back. And said it, you know, it'll be coming out later in the year, and they finally came out and said it'll be coming out in September. Um, so, I mean, that's six. It's essentially the same six months that that Watch Dogs took to kind of finish up and and get ready, get the polish on. So, um, we're we're at about the same point we were with Watch Dogs when we first started seeing some new information about the about the game 
prior to a release release date being announced. Um, and you think about like January or so for Watch Dogs, um, there was some some new footage that just started to be leaked and and came came out. But I think that there was more to the Watch Dogs stuff than there is to this Destiny stuff. I'll tell you again, this is another example of why indie games are the move right now. Mm-hmm. It's just another way to showcase that the in-between spaces between mobile old school stuff and AAA is exactly why the indie development uh, community needs to flourish right. because it's totally keeping everyone, you know, on point. It's, it's, it's definitely, and I hate to, and it's weird because a lot of people will say, you know, it's like the in-between games between AAA and, and other stuff. And I just said it, but I think that's kind of shortchanging what indie developers and indie games are doing right, right. now. Cause indie, cause indie games aren't just like, the appetizer for the triple a right right you know they're they're holding it down more than the triple a is holding it down right now Mm -hmm. so they need to get their their props and their due yeah absolutely uh yeah absolutely absolutely. absolutely. i would say before we before we get out of here if there if there are games that are you know the old uh games that were discussed earlier on in the cycle and on the and on the next gen uh road trip to nowhere so far Mm Um, are you guys still excited about that? I'd love to hear from the community about games that you're still excited to hear about right. uh, that, that were announced a long time ago, like Watch Dogs or Destiny or... The Crew you know, or Drive the, Club yeah, or... Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff. Right. Like A lot of those things aren't necessarily coming out super soon, right. but if you have any hype for any of those right. games, tell us why and which ones, because I would like to know. Right. I think that would be really interesting to see. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so... So tweet at us with all that information, yeah. and and we'll we'll put it on the air for the next show. Word. Yeah, yeah, I like Word. it. I like it. So so, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was gonna say, uh, you know, I mean, this is uh, this was a, a a good night. We came in, we came, we saw, we kicked their ass. Yep. And, Word. And uh, you know, now now it's it's time it's time to say goodbye to all our Negro friends. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go yeah. there. I knew it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. listen. I set them up. I wanna, knock them down. I try. I try. Uh, yeah. So we want to thank everybody, especially for joining us yeah. this week. Um, we want to thank you guys for joining us every week. Uh, we really enjoy doing the show for you guys and have fun doing it every week. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank the folks over at New York Games Forum because they were awesome. Uh, they helped out a lot with getting all the press information and press packs and all that stuff. And um, everyone that I spoke to at the Games Forum, you guys were awesome. It was so much fun to talk and hang out with you guys yeah. and play your games. And we want to have you on the yeah, show. If there, are on people the show. Who, <clears throat> if there are people who were at the, the Game Forum once this goes up and, and uh, we'll tweet all this out. If you want to show off your game and talk about your game with us, we are glad to have you. We would love to have you on the show. Absolutely. And you can find us at Kajakins at at a <laughs> at Spawn Point blog at Spawn on Me. Uh, we have a Tumblr page. We have a Facebook uh, page. We have a Google Plus page. All that stuff yeah. is there. And our and our sponsor, <laughs> the Spawn Point blog dot right. right. <laughs> uh, so you can find all our stuff right there. Uh, Stubby, if you want to share out all your social, uh, I, uh, you, you can that. email us at uh, feedback at the Spawn Point blog dot com. Uh, Cicero at the spawnpointblog.com, Khalif at the spawnpointblog.com. You can yep. uh, tweet me at Stubby Stan, 
And uh, yeah, there you go. That's that's us. Like us on uh, iTunes, on Stitcher, uh, and Libsyn, and your favorite, you know, app, uh, podcast app. And, Word. and uh, you know, uh, just and like when you see Cicero, yeah, and when you see Cicero as C two E two, give him a hug. Yeah, yeah, give me a hug. I'll, I'll need it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so we're gonna get out of here. Yeah. This has been episode eleven of Spawn on Me. We want to thank you again, and we will see you guys all next week. Peace. Peace.